It's called a promo, Shut kid. Your and your if mouth, you want to be the big dog, you're going to have to learn how to do it. So go Are ahead. You ready? No, I said. Are you ready? That was good. Glad you finally decided to pull that giant stick out of your butt and have some fun for once in your life. You're uneducated, Marks. You sit there on your phones tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's death. Okay, let's play a clip. Carlito, mi buen amigo. You know, I don't want you to consider this like Eve tempting Adam with an apple, but in the garden of sin, Carlito teaming with Jimmy Uso and Solo as part of the bloodline. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Carlito's looking for a fight. But the only fight Carlito wants is with Santos Escobar. Let's go. Oh yeah, thank you. Gotta take the apple. The apple and a yes or a package deal. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I also love this. This is probably my favorite episode so far because I am not alone. I got my my favorite person in the world with me. Miss hey. <laughs> <laughs> Allie Hot Takes. How are you at seven in the morning on a Sunday? Whoa, whoa, hey, calm down, man. Please hold the applause. Uh, I'm tired. Yeah. You're a trooper as well. <laughs> you stuck it out with me until 1.30 in the morning watching God knows how much wrestling. <laughs> Dude, this is a fucking wild night in the wrestling world. Early morning here, Sunday morning, of course. Mm-hmm. Trinity dropped the TNA women's title. And at, at the exact same time, Jack Perry showed up in New Japan and ripped up his AEW contract. That fucked me up. It kept me up for another hour. I wonder what's the reasoning behind that. Just, he's a scapegoat, apparently. <laughs> apparently he's a scapegoat. I'm throwing my fucking shit around. All right, going to fucking collision, collision to collision again today. That's my favorite. Because, see, normally we record on Saturdays. We don't record collision uh, that day. So we always start on the past week's collision. Not this week. Not this week. I'm going collision to collision. (laughs) Show opens with Darby and his grandpas coming out to the ring. I don't know if you saw his grandpas with him. Jokes aside, we see Sting and Darby managed by Ric Flair face off against the workhorsemen and Sting just trying to make it to revolution in one piece. I know, man. Jeez. Gets the win, though. Gets the win. Also getting the win, Eddie Kingston and Trent Beretta have a banger in front of Trent's mom. Miss Sue stays all elite. She's still all elite, in case anyone was wondering. Miss Sue. <laughs> Miss Sue. Get a pop from Miss Sue. Also, we got a pop out of me. I'm going to play the clip. We got this coming up Wednesday. Wednesday led him. Oh, they're already playing it? No. Not with the sound off. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Win percentage, second to none. Coffee, second to none. I think many would agree it's time for Hook to get after another championship. 
got my crosshair set on you. An undeniably bad man. Watching with a close eye from a young age. Due to personal connections. He's currently at a young age. What does he mean? Coming for you. And your world title. This is Wednesday. We're getting a hook world title match. This isn't a fight forever segment. Oh, man. He needs work on his promos. Yeah. I mean, but in his thing before, Hand was always being so quiet. He never said a fucking word. I know. So now he's saying some words. And we're like, well. He needs a. Deliver him. He needs a Dusty Rhodes. Man. A Dusty Rhodes class. I know Taz is your dad, but nobody, nobody can be a Dusty kid. <laughs> You can really tell the fucking difference between who's a dusty kid and who's not. The kingdom get a fat chunk of TV time to show why they're the ROH Let's tag go! champions. Let's go! <laughs> Loving the kingdom. Again, we're rooting for Roddy Strong to get an international title run, but that comes a little later in the notes. <laughs> the acclaimed offer to enter a large faction with Bullet Club Gold, and I don't know exactly what that entails, but it's definitely a dynamic. Bang Bang Scissor Gang. The Bang Bang Scissor Gang. I forgot that's what we're calling it. <laughs> oh my god. The main event was a really entertaining tag team match, which I don't normally say that. I'm not a tag team guy, but when there's a good tag match, I was super invested. I think a lot of people were. I think it was a great example of in-ring storytelling. Mm. Jump over to the feds. I know that's your favorite. Mm. That's another thing. This show is based off the premise of a WWE fan and an AEW fan getting together and meeting in the middle, but what happens when two AEW fans take over for a week? <laughs> um, and see, that's that's kind of the thing. Is like, you know me, I just love wrestling. Yeah. And that's why I started a whole show based on it. I mean, you know, I, I love the other company too, WWE, but... The Fits. They're, they're just... Huh. They're they're lacking in some places, but Triple H is is pulling some strings. I see. He's definitely pulling strings, and he's definitely doing a better job than old Vinnie Mac was. <laughs> Another big thing that he, I think he's doing that I believe to be true is AJ Lee's heavily rumored to appear at the Royal Rumble. Oh my god! She's been trying to get back in the ring and making uh little comments and videos here on her Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's get into the opening of Raw. I'm literally this week playing the whole fucking opening segment of Raw. Blockbuster announcement. We're going all 15 minutes of Raw. Something to say. Because I've got something to say. I'm not arguing. This actually gave me a heart attack at first. Last week's match was Seth. Was all or nothing for Drew McIntyre. I didn't want that. Not double title. or nothing. I needed that title, and as you can see, I don't have the title. This coffee's yeah. weak. I've been replaying the match over in my head. I remember I had the match won when I claimed Seth. I pinned him. I was so overzealous. I put his foot on the rope, and I cost myself the damn match. Damn. Taking accountability for once. Thinking about this all week, and maybe, maybe Seth has been right. Maybe Sammy has been right. Maybe the one person holding Drew McIntyre back is Drew McIntyre. 
Damn, owning up. What a respectable if baby face. I need to get myself right. I need to get my head screwed on right. I need to get my priorities right. I need to step away from WWE for a while. I said, uh, what? I will. I said, what? You're going where? I wish. Mm. But then... I've been playing this over my head. Trust me, it wasn't easy to start feeling this way. This has been the lifelong dream. But up to two days ago, I really felt that way, and I kept replaying the match over and over, but then it occurred to me, wait, Drew, that's not true whatsoever. Uh, you didn't lose uh -oh. straight up. No, 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 the bear man didn't win. Damien Priest cashed in during the match and cost you the match. It's his fault. It's that guy's fault. Priest. Why would you have cashed in during the match? Why didn't you wait till the match was over? And I was champion, and I had won, and I was weakened, and I was an easy target. You didn't just screw yourself, you screwed me too, you idiot. Now you just got people screwing each other. Between Priest and Seth and Sammy and JS will be moved to Raw because Cody has magical political powers and see <laughs> Company Punk Cody making his company man to Cody open arms. Oh, you don't say his name. Actually, maybe I need to revisit say his name three times he will appear. Maybe I should leave for nine years. Then I'll get a hero's reception when I return. Yeah, we can chat my name during the matches. Oh, God. Say his name and he shall appear. Punkers. I skipped the entrance. We don't have time to do entrances. His old theme is better. This fire does burn. Always. I forgot to crop the video beforehand. Look how tiny it is right here. We are in Piper Country! Little tiny guys. I'm a little disappointed you didn't wear the kilt, but I guess that would have been too easy. They might actually like you and cheer for you because Roddy Roddy Piper is a legend. That Piper is true. was known for talking. CM Punk was known for talking. Is Drew McIntyre known for talking? Talkers. <laughs> but since I've been back, Drew, it seems like that's all you've done. And it might seem a little weird coming from a guy who just talks probably too much. Yeah. But I thought since I heard my name, I would come out. And if you had anything to say, you can say it to my face. I'll just stand right over here. Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people think this is also an AJ Lee teaser because she used to do this. Yeah. The ring across the turnbuckle. Boom. The floor is mine. Who? AJ Lee and Punker. I guess first They're of married. all, I want to say. They're a married couple. We're <laughs> going on just over a month now, and you're still here. I love this. So they did. Yeah, See, some I would of the guys say a couple times. 
that you're going to crash and burn, you're going to self-destruct, that you're costing a lot of people a lot of money the longer you stick around. That's good. Ah, uh, the heater kicked down. I guess my big bad words have offended you, they've upset you. Maybe you and Seth have more in common than you actually realize. I don't care what you said outside the company. That's irrelevant. You wanted some headlines. You're bitter. You want some attention because you weren't getting enough. I get it. What I care about is what you do to me personally. Personally. And I'm one of the few people on this roster still that traveled the world with you for years. Mm. I know the real CM Punk. (laughs) I've seen what you're truly like and I've had so many things happen to me caused by you. I could go on for all night actually. We've only got a three hour show. So maybe I'll go with the first thing that comes to my head. Remember you were champion. You that used did to happen. refer to yourself as the big leader. Deal. You would actually walk in the locker room and say, as a locker room leader, because the leader has to announce he's the bloody leader. Back then, I actually needed a leader. I needed somebody to help me out. I was in a real dark place. Right now, I'm not in a dark place. I've got some obstacles in my way. I'll kick them down. I'm Drew McIntyre. I got it these days. Oh, yeah. Bad motherfucker status. And I didn't have it back then. I was just a kid. I had personal issues going on. I'd lost the person who was closest to me in the world. My career was in a tailspin. And I could have done with a real leader to tell me it was going to be okay. To help me navigate this place. But you saw me as a threat. And that was never going to happen. Dick. I've spoke to Randy Orton about this before and I understand that Randy couldn't have helped me because he had his own demons. You're straight edge. You don't have any demons. You are a demon. Oh. Evil. A self-serving, narcissistic succubus. And I didn't need anybody to help me become a leader. Once I got fired, I figured it out. I stepped up myself, and I became the man I am today. So after being gone for nine years, I'm your leader now, kid. Dang. Well, dang. You know, he made a valid point. myself a lot of things in life. I've called myself a lot of things in my WWE career. A leader was never one of them because I always led by example. Called myself a savior and kid, if you want your hand held, you can pledge allegiance to the straight edge society right now. We can shake your hand. I love that. I love that callback. And you can live this clean life. Talk about demons. Listen, man. If I'm not a leader, I used to do this in school all the time. Sit here and draw little WWF scratch logos on everything. Sitting there doing my show notes today. I could listen to CM Punk talk, or I could watch the Kenny Omega match on the screen. Today's DVD Full Gear 2022. And just because I want to do what you did, I'm back bigger, faster, stronger. And I'm going to win the Royal Rumble and main event WrestleMania. And you're upset about it just like Seth? Yeah. I got the and videos in two parts. That's why I had to check. I'm not a demon. 
when pushed Angel. And if you were one of the people that you might be Satan, but Kenny Omega is an angel. That says way more about you and where you are in your little dark places than it does about me, because I'm a real, real nice guy until it's time not to be. Yeah, grumpy girls. And it looks like it's getting to be that time. I am not here to be a nice guy. I am not here to make friends. I'm oh, here to win the Royal Rumble and main event WrestleMania. Oh, we're zoomed into Drew McIntyre's forehead. I love that. So we got ourselves hot. a little problem there. The As big you said, ass forehead. I've won the Royal Rumble. I've made a vintage WrestleMania something you've never done. Oh, here he goes. Getting back up on his hill. But that wasn't for me. No. Those title wins, no. If you remember right, mm -hmm. the world shut down. This place needed somebody to step up. Someone needed to step wins up. were for the entire world. They were for this roster and some of our superstars stepped away. Because if you were still here, you'd probably step away too. Because when the going gets tough, punk gets going. Oof. Fire uh -huh. <laughs> This time... I'm entering the Royal Rumble. If it's not clear, I'll be in the Royal Rumble. If I'm you're in there, you, I'm talking about being sick. I will exercise you. I will eliminate you from on the COVID Hill. I'll go back to the main event of WrestleMania and win the title with live fans. And for this time, it's going to be for me. Drew McIntyre steps up. He's going so good on the mic. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah, we don't hate Drew McIntyre on these parts. Money, baby. It's getting a little spicy in here, Drew. Spice girls. So I'm going to lead by example, and I'm going to walk away before I knock your teeth down your throat. He's a big guy, though, punk. I don't know. There's one person that can stop me from accomplishing my goals, and it's me. And oh, I he knows how to do it. A long time ago. Oh. <coughs> you me. can't stop me from winning the Royal Rumble. Seth can't stop me from winning the Royal Rumble. Cody can't stop me Whoa, from winning the Royal Cody, Rumble. Whoa, Cody, Cody, Brody, stop. And finish the story. Leader to leader, because I'm such a nice guy in the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna throw you out last. Is it a prediction? Is it a spoiler? Now the current favorite to win the Rumble. I still have my theory of LA Knight winning it, which seems less likely now, but it is what it is. It is what it is, what is it? <laughs> it is what it is, and Punk is now the favorite to win the Rumble, and I'm not mad at that. Let people think what they want to think. I got one message for CM Punk. Oh, no. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, poor Jeff. We get Champa and Balor, and I kind of expected it to be like NXT Champa and NXT Balor, but I set my expectations way too high, as I often do. I just love those guys. Mm. Champa gets the win, though, and I'm, I'm hoping and praying to see DIY get the tag team titles. I know it's a fucking stretch. There's a lot of tag teams on Raw that those titles could go to, but DIY is number one in my book. I didn't even expect to make any notes out of Kofi versus Kaiser, but the match goes in and ends brutally with Kofi getting laid out by an office chair and steel stair spot. Kaiser's looking like a Gunther soldier, finally. 
Also, if we get Cody versus Shinsuke, and it gets turned into a street fight. Fucking went off. All right, let's move to the R-Truth segment. What's up? What's up? <laughs> if I can. I was like, where is my R-Truth segment? Pull it up. What's up? What's, What's up? up? What's up? What's up? Okay. My R2 segment isn't here. Well, that's terrible. I guess I'm just going to have to keep on moving. Maybe I'll look for it and move on back. Jinder and Seth starting a mini program. Uh, we at least know we're getting one world title match out of it, but not sure how far it goes past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we make it to the street fight, and it's a big fight feel in Portland. Pay-per-view quality match with a clean finish. And I ask, is this the end of the program, the Cody Shinsuke program? Like, was this the big payoff? I feel like it was a long-term thing, but I guess entering the Rumble, they could only do so much. So the Portland payoff, it is. I'm uh, I'm really sad that my R-Truth segment got cut. I don't see it here in my files, and I'm really upset about that. I was really looking forward to playing it. It was fucking hilarious. Well, since I can't find it, are we moving over to NXT? Yeah. Yeah. Dead air, dead air. I don't want there to be dead air. I was like, do you, do you have anything to say? <laughs> I just ran through Raw and didn't get a comment out of you. Well, I didn't really watch Raw. Got so you, got I, you. I have nothing to say. I don't want to misspeak or anything. You missed a really funny R-Truth segment, that's for sure. <laughs> I wish I could just play it back. In fact, I'm not going to go forward unless I at least check. Yeah, I'm playing this back because it's right here and we're not... We're not just going to keep moving on. Sorry, that's too damn funny to not play. Going back to Raw again. This shit's hilarious. I was born in Charlotte, North Carolina. On a cold January morning. I'd never forget. Doctor held me in his arms, and I looked him in the eyes, and I told him, "One day, I'm gonna be in Judgment Day." <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, that dream came true. I could not keep my composure no. this morning. We've been through a lot together. Money in the bank, <laughs> the Women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> The Judgment Day in your house. I laughed oh, my ass off. The Judgment Day is an unbreakable bond. Oh, For the last time, you are not in the Judgment Day. Fuck you, JD. Sure, we may argue from time to time. I'm not in the Judgment Day if I lose this match tonight. Mm. But you're not in if you lose either. JD McDonough is out of Judgment Day. <laughs> Now that JD is gone, we are real, real family now. Real, Finn, Priest, Tom and Nick Mysterio. Even though I never met Nick, he's still my brother. Finally, I want to say that had me rolling. Every WWE superstar on behalf of the Judgment Day. Listen closely. We are always here. 
If you want to talk, if you need a shoulder to cry on, as we always say in the judgment day, live, laugh, and love. And <laughs> me rolling. I couldn't keep my composure this morning. I was rolling this morning getting the clip. Which again, I'm so mad at myself for not saving. I don't even know what happened. But I'm glad I could run it back because that just didn't feel right moving forward without playing that segment. Oh, man. Continues to be one of the funniest people in wrestling, period. Truth is one of my favorites. <laughs> so going to NXT time, and this feels weird without Dylan. He's always here for NXT time. This, this is his programmy. <laughs> this is programmy. <laughs> So, show starts off with Blair Davenport and Nikita Lyons getting into a big brawl before starting the match. And huge shout out to Blair Davenport for her professionalism and ability to carry Lyons through a TV match, as well as her ability to adjust her to her much slower, uh, low stamina. Of Nikita Lyons just wrestles at a very low, slow-paced stamina. It's annoying to watch personally, but that's that's not here. Why the note's being made? Blair makes it a decent match, and it. it she also gets the win. She makes Lions look better than she actually is. That's actually what the note is trying to say. <laughs> Trick Mello also entering the Dusty Tag Team Tournament, and a lot of fans are fearing this is finally the turning point for Carmelo Hayes turning on Trick. Let's just see how it plays out, because that storyline's been being drug out for fucking months now, so I kind of questioned if they were going to do anything with it at all. Uh, which I I just hope Carmelo Hayes is okay, but we'll we'll get to that in a little while. Uh, the team of Baron Breaker, that's what I've decided to call them. Uh, I think I got like two or three tag team names in my notes this <laughs> week, so y'all are going to get a treat. The team of Baron Breaker advances in the tournament. Um, Axiom and Nathan Frazier advance as well, and that's like, that's you might not know this, that's the wrestling in the middle hope to win. We're rooting for Axiom and Frazier. Okay. Uh, and then we start the Fallon Henley Tiffany Stratton segment, and it feels like a poorly scripted, low budget indie film. So I'm just gonna keep on moving. If you watched it, you watched it. If you didn't, you probably didn't miss much. Conducive to the story for sure. Just not not a very good uh, segment as far as not feeling cheesy. Major cheese. Mm. Yeah. So. Lyra Valkyria announces a 20-woman battle royal, and that it also converts to a fatal four-way. I love this concept. So it's a 20-woman battle royal, but then the last four uh, women in the battle royal then start a fatal four-way. Fucking cool concept. Hmm. Winner, of course, number one contender for the NXT Women's title, and nobody's taking that title off of Lyra Valkyria. Not yet. Ooh. Are you not a Lyra Valkyria fan? I just want to see the title switch hands. I love, I love me a good switching, switching hands. <laughs> uh, so we get a a bomb ass NXT tag team title match as well. The family retains. Uh, I was kind of going for out the mud going into it. If you listen back last week, but regardless, I just like a bomb title match, and that's what that was. We get Lexus King versus Dragon Lee for the North American Championship in the main event. 
So, Ayo. speaking of title matches, uh, one of Dragon Lee's best quality matches recently, and also, also one of Vic Joseph's Vic Joseph's best calls lately. Not not that he's had bad calls, and not that Dragon Lee's had bad matches either. Both uh, have quality. They do their job well. Yeah. Both of them do their job well. But on this night, they did their job just a little bit better. So Dragon Lee retains. Uh, now, let's talk about Dragon Lee defending the title against Obafemi. Obafemi, the men's breakout tournament winner, cashes in on his breakout contract and wins the North American title interested to see how this run goes and where the company pushes him henceforth because that he really did just come into that tournament uh and pun very much intended here break out and <laughs> um, which it's not surprising because on the internet looking back a lot of people took to him a lot of people are behind him so hmm. it's really interesting to see where that's gonna go let's see where where shawnee boy takes him <laughs> Okay, let's go on over to your favorite place. Again, this is what I was talking about earlier. Is what do you do when two AEW fans take over? Mark out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You were, you were there for Raw. It, it was dead during Raw. <laughs> no. I didn't watch it. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm no sorry, one's going to give you a hard time. Actually, no, I'm going to give you a hard time, but that's because I have to. So, moving on over to Dynamite. <laughs> Daily's place setup was sick as fuck. Uh... I don't know if you... I remember uh, you said you didn't like it that much, but that's just because you hate the 180-degree ramp. I hate You hate the straight shit. ramp. It's so cursed. <laughs> this time, nobody got hurt, thank I goodness. Know, Not I know, I Because it wasn't a pay-per-view. <laughs> well, uh, neither were the other ones, if that's, we want to fact-check. Okay. That's true, that's true. Uh, so we open the show. Heavy hitter, of course, Claudio versus Hangman, and the match is a barn burner. <laughs> To quote JR, it was a barn burner. Awesome. Hangman gets big momentum as they've been trying to give him, which, again, it looks like they're moving towards a program with Swerve Strickland again, and a lot of people are, like, critical of that. Why? If we just got out of that. Dude, Swerve is such a villain, though. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I kind of agree to the point of, like, that Texas death match was so great. That should have been the payoff. True. True. We just want to see Swerve Strickland get the title now. I know, right? So, as you mentioned earlier, uh, the Bang Bang Scissor Gang idea Ayo. brought up by the acclaimed. Bang Bang Scissor Gang. This is, I just noticed too, or it just dawned on me, uh, the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, or at least the Bang Bang Gang aspect of that, gets mentioned three times today Let's because go. they're that, that relevant this week. Let's go. I know, right? Good for Jay White. Love him. How do you feel about Samojo's? title how do you like the new design ladies and gentlemen i am samoa joe <laughs> i think it looks phenomenal it looks great on him it looks amazing he deserves it we love him man <laughs> i love me some joey see joe, joe, i'm still bit i'm not bitter i would say it's it's bittersweet well it's yeah it's like a you you really oh, you love coffee Ugh. you love the triple b but it's, it's you know, it's very sad to see it go. I miss him, man. I hate when I drink the cold coffee. <laughs> Never hits well. Whoa, Cody Rhodes with black hair, guys. That's crazy. Oh, looking, <laughs> you're looking at the 
Full Gear DVD. <laughs> I think I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I just want to make sure everyone knows what we're watching because we'll get random outbursts, of course. <laughs> Swerve, the first to step to Joe, but not far behind, is Hangman. So there's interest there. Uh, Hook comes out next, and I popped a little bit. So I I was saying, too, on Wednesday, I want this so badly. Uh, and he says one week, I pop again. <laughs> now we're at the point we know for sure this Wednesday on Dynamite. Hook versus Samoa Joe, AEW World Title match. Hook is going to win it all. That's going to be interesting. That would be crazy if Samoa Joe was the fuck the world champion. It would be fucking crazy. Well, see, that's the thing. Is Hook's title's not on the line. Oh, man, I wish it no. was. No, it, I, if it was title for title, I'd be scared because I don't want Hook to oh, lose that title. Oh, it was because you said it. You suggested yeah. it. You're like, oh, should we get a title versus title? No, I don't want Hook to lose that title. I just want him to win the other one. <laughs> Hook was my world champion in Fight Forever the day he became a DLC. Hookhausen. <laughs> we love some Danhausen. I love I love Danhausen. I love you, Danhausen. <laughs> if you're watching this, I love you so much. Tony Storm, I can't say enough, is the most entertaining thing on television right now. She's timeless. She's timeless. She's timeless, damn it. Coming <laughs> uh, to my foot. And then we get, this was uh, entertaining. We get a tag team brawl to Judas while the arena is still singing. <laughs> the song's playing, the arena's still singing, everybody's yeah. fighting. I love that kind of shit. Jericho just goes in. ROH legend, Roderick Strong, graces us with a wrestling match. Yes! Adam, Cole, Adam Cole agrees that watching ROH legend, Roderick Strong, Nothing but quality. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time. I am loving the Undisputed Kingdom so much. <laughs> I'm finally starting to get over the breakup of Better Than You, Baby. Although, honestly, it still hurts a little. <laughs> I miss MJF, man. I know. I miss him, too. I really, really hope he uh, gets back like on the roster. I, Man, I miss him. I miss him so much. Ugh. So... Tornado Tag Falls Count Anywhere match uh, is, by all accounts, an entertaining match. Wasn't expecting it to be bad, but didn't realize it'd be that good. Jim Ross on commentary made it even better, <laughs> as always. Damn. The slobber knocker. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Damn, what a match. Also, also, the fucking mustache bucks return to interrupt Sting. Oh. Insinuating they want to be the last to face Sting. And I, myself, as a lot of people, of course, were hoping for Sting versus Darby, but Sting, a Sting singles match was never a thing, and we knew that. So the expectation was light. Yeah. Still, there's a lot of people who are kind of bitching about the Bucks being their last opponents, and there's, like, a reason for it. Well, I'll tell you the fucking reason for it is because of the Bucks. (laughs) Like, that's the fucking reason for it. It's so stupid, dude. Just chill. Let off the gas. Because mustaches is why. (laughs) Because Elite sucks. (laughs) Uh, Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay? (laughs) Then we open up Rampage with Yuta versus Kingston for the Continental Crown Championship, a.k.a. the Triple C. Let me know if you really get the joke there. <laughs> but of course, the match is solid as fuck, and Kingston retains. Solid as fuck. I, is it crazy that I was kind of rooting for Wheeler Yuta there? No. Wheels. Good old wheels. <laughs> also, Mark Briscoe is now officially a Hardy Boy. That had me fucking dying. <laughs> Mark Briscoe, officially a Hardy Boy. Uh, good showing on the mid card, too, with Matt 
Seidel versus Swerve Strickland, and Sheeta versus Aminata. Um, Aminata and Sheeta was too solid not to mention. Like both mid card matches don't have any conducive storyline, so like no time to be spent on them. But you can't go without mentioning that one because they were hitting each other hard as fuck. Love them, love them. Ugh. Also. Best note here, negative one appearance as he accompanies Dark Order in the main event of Rampage. So, rest in peace, Brody Lee. Rest in peace. Negative one, also the reason they get the win. We love you, negative one. Mm-hmm. The fact that the company still has him on the active roster is awesome to me. <laughs> uh, okay, that, that'll conclude Dynamite and Rampage for this week. I'm trying to run through it a little quickly because I don't actually want to spend an hour here today. We're, we're only doing all of this to fill in the gap of time between uh, last week and the Royal Rumble, which starts Season 2 for us. And that Royal Rumble weekend is fucking jam-packed with stuff. Wow! So. Season 2! Wow! Wow! Going on. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so much stuff coming in Season 2. Wow. Going on over to SmackDown. Bloodline scraps the opening match by attacking Cameron Grimes, and Paul Heyman instead comes out to roast Nick Aldis. Mm-hmm. That happens. Also, what happens... Hold on, we gotta go back to the clips again. I think this is the last clip we have today, but at the same time, it's my favorite. Are we getting Pete done? Big strong boy. Just like old times, innit? Listen, thanks again for calling me. I know you're going through a rough time. Listen, I can handle myself. You just can't have a tag match without a tag team partner, can you? I've never called him Butch. Never. Yeah. I saw your face. I saw that grin. Thank you. When the big strong boy debuted on SmackDown. The big strong boy. We had some fun breaking Pretty Deadly's fingers and kicking their heads in. Listen, I know you. I know you. We've been friends for years. I love the strong stuff. You're lost. Trying to find your identity. It's okay, I can help Tyler. Shut up, man. Shut, Shut up. the fuck up. Okay, I have an idea. How's about we could work on some mindfulness techniques? I know you'd look that. Some breath work, meditation, some yoga. Oh, Listen, yeah. line those chakras. Don't make me regret giving you that call. You're right. It's not it a good thing, I guess. Deadly's that was one and done. That's in the past. The brawling brutes is in the past. You focus on you. You're on SmackDown now, and I'll do me. How about that? How about that? What are this you going to do, chance, Pete? Man. We finally get to show the world what British strong style is all about. Unbelievable, Techers. Now you want to make a name for yourself. Remember who told you that back in Blackpool? You need to look inward and ask yourself, who was that guy? You need to look inward and ask yourself, what is that name going to be? Pete Dunne, motherfucker. Well, it's going to be Pete Dunne, motherfucker. I am... So fucking excited. Get rid of Butch. He's so cool. Bring back Pete Dunne. Again, like, I've I've literally went a whole season on this show, I think, episodically saying, I'm not calling him Butch. His know. name is Pete Dunne. Even Dylan asked me at one point in the show, he was like, are you going to stop calling, start calling him Pete Dunne Butch? And I said, no, never. <laughs> uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey laid down a solid match on the mid card. Uh, Bailey and Damage Control still slowly parting, I think, but the storyline the storyline's been dragging out so slow. I really Ugh. couldn't tell you anymore. So stale. And I think I think 
the payoff is always supposed to be at the Royal Rumble. Like, Bailey is the favorite to win the Royal Rumble this year. What? But the way we... If, even if that is the case, the way we got there is so fucking weird to me. What the fuck? It feels like I've been moving at a turtle's pace. Love Bailey, love damage control, but damn, that needs to fucking end. Jesus. I'm they they made damage shit. control a super faction for war games, but I know. after that, I didn't know what the fuck we were gonna do. I know. It was like, ugh. It, and they just been, they've been slowly edging her out week by week, but... It, edging? That, I, uh. There's emphasis on that word slowly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hard part here. And you didn't watch SmackDown, I know for sure, because I watched SmackDown alone here at the studio <laughs> the morning after. Uh, Theory and Mello, Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes, were laying it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, before the call, I was saying this right here is the future of the brand for them, truly. So that said, it was an eerie moment to see the match get called and the ref throw up the signal. Update came afterwards, of course, uh, both men are okay, and we're all grateful, but the landing was fucking insane, and good on the referee for calling the match immediately, regardless, and again, you didn't uh, watch SmackDown, I don't know, I know you get a lot of stuff on the internet, you keep up with wrestling on the internet, so I don't know if you saw this or not, yeah, there's a spot, uh, Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes having a badass match on SmackDown, Um, there's a spot, they come off the top turnbuckle, I believe, I can't, can't remember in my mind right now because it's literally 7:30 in the morning <laughs> but i believe he was going for a spanish fly uh austin theory was and they fell off he landed crooked as fuck on his neck and head yeah carmelo hayes looked a little shook too but austin theory looked like he couldn't even move his arm like no. he had a broken neck that's what i uh analyzed about i didn't see it in the moment i watch when as soon as they played the replay back i watched the replay holy fucking shit that was a spot that's very scary i'm glad he's okay yeah glad everyone's okay yeah the referee threw up the x to uh call the match say okay hold on yeah got injury here fucking assess real quick see if everyone's functioning okay and like i said update came uh afterwards that they're both okay but i don't i don't think uh, given that fact, it was a bad move to call it because if he can't move his fucking arm, he can't move his fucking arm, yeah. and there's a problem. Hell no. And even, it. excuse me, I had to coffee burp. Even if that is the case, that they're medically cleared right now, double check that shit because yeah. you never know with injuries like that. Hell yeah. Uh, scary. My friend Adam Goldberg said it on Twitter AJ Styles looking like Uncle Howdy, and honestly, if that's the thing, what a creative direction to go for him. Especially, like, do a, a Royal Rumble reveal type deal. Have him enter enter the Royal Rumble as Uncle Howdy and then win and reveal himself. That would be fucking insane. Hmm. I I think that that's probably the best creative pitch I've heard all week. And he didn't, I, Adam Goldberg didn't make that pitch. I just kind of yeah. grabbed, I took straws out of that. I love AJ Styles. Amen. I'm just, just not sure about the slacks. <laughs> so Orton gets jumped in our six-man tag main event, turns into a regular tag team match. Teddy Long would be proud. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the next tag team name. Ready? L.A.A.J. Can't get along, but Orton comes to save the day. Of course, as always, Orton's got to be the hero. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to watch this Fatal 4-Way at the Rumble. Uh Okay, move on over, Rover. We're back to your favorite ground. Now we're on collision number two. <laughs> collision to collision. 
Uh, Lee, Lee Moriarty answers Edge, oh, Edge's open challenge. Jeez, I'm tongue-tied this morning. <laughs> Opens up the show, and Edge wins, uh, but makes Moriarty look great in doing so. Always expect Edge to put him over. He's mm. a good guy. We love him. We get a solid, solid-ass ROH six-man tag Six-man tag title match. Jeez. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Six-man tag title match. <laughs> In which I didn't I didn't expect to make a note about this either. Unless Lynch Archer and The Righteous won them, I wasn't expecting to make a note. <laughs> but it went off, and, <laughs> and then Prince Nana called out the Bang Bang Gang Bullet Club Gold. So Hey-o. we're back to that storyline again. And again, the third time we're mentioning them, how relevant they are. Challenge them to a match on Dynamite this week, and the Bang Bang Gang accepts. Yay! If you thought they were going to decline, you're an idiot. I didn't think that. <laughs> why, why would the Bullet Club Gold turn down gold? Right. Okay, this this was the best part of Saturday Night. Dustin Rhodes wrestles a match like he's still 25 years old again, looked smooth as a baby's ass, then, with a fire lit under his ass, challenges Kristen Cage to a TNT title match. Hell yeah. High octane energy from Dustin, and I fucking love it. Dude, they, they don't call him the natural for nothing. He's the natural. I was, I was geeking last night. Again, this is Sunday morning. You guys will hear this Monday morning, but this is Sunday morning for us. <laughs> Deanna Perrazzo makes her AEW debut and the commentary team fucks her name up like three or four times. I, I couldn't tell if it was a rib or they legit just botched that. I that think it does. was a rib because they kept they kept saying uh With Nigel Tony. it feels like it. With Nigel it definitely feels like he's doing it on purpose, but when Tony did it I said, Okay, they're fucking up. <laughs> they were just uh I think they were quoting Tony Storm for a little bit, but they might have gotten tongue tied there. You, you might, you might be onto something. Yeah, they, they definitely did quote Tony Storm for sure, but uh, I don't know that they, they kept like trying to fuck her name up on purpose or not. <laughs> they may have gotten tongue tied with it. <laughs> oh man, to no surprise, of course, uh, the Collision main event went off. House of Black picking up the win over. You ready for this one? The Daniel FTRCA trio. Oh my god. <laughs> FTRCA. Jesus. <laughs> uh, collision. <laughs> collision goes off the air with Jericho and Guevara fighting Big Billy Starks out in the parking lot. And I didn't come up with Big Billy Starks, of course. That that was Chris Jericho's yeah. doing. But they get in a fight out in the parking lot, and that's how we end Collision and also how we open Battle of the Belts. Insanely mm-hmm. exciting opener. Unfortunately, Big Billy Starks retained, but Boo. it was fucking exciting as hell. Boo. Also exciting, but not as exciting. Uh, just fun. Julia Hart retains the TBS title over Anna Jay. It was a solid match. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of history between the two, so I think that whenever two people have that much history, it just makes it a solid she match a, going in. She a fox color Julia. <laughs> Then, ROH legend Roderick Strong and the Kingdom yes! decide to sit ringside for Orange Cassidy versus Princeton Vance international title match, which we all collectively have been pulling for Roddy to get that belt. Yes! <laughs> Orange, of course, retains and then gets congratulated by the Kingdom. Congratulated. Yes! Also letting him know, title's coming home with 
the kingdom. God, I fucking love the Undisputed Kingdom so much. So yeah. much. I can't wait for Adam Cole to return. Roderick Strong just looks so confident. He ROH looks, legend Roderick Strong. Yes, he looks so good, so clean, so confident, so strong, neck strong. <laughs> God, love him. I'm so right. I'm so happy to see him getting this much uh, TV time, this much attention. It's all so great. Roddy! This isn't even, like, relevant to the show. I'm just really fucking excited over this. John Moxley is fighting Naito next month. Oh, wow. That's Actually, no. Uh, it's confirmed for Windy City Riot, so oh, it'll be in April. That's awesome. John Moxley is IWGP heavyweight champion. Let's go. He is, he is a me up. gruesome, gruesome beast. Dude, his match last night with Shingo was fucking insane. I heard you wincing so hard so many times. It was such a good match. And then, of course, following it was Okada and Osprey. A mm. movie. It was classic. A m- I don't even have to watch it to know it's a classic. Yeah, I mean, you could watch any of the, their other six, seven matches and know it's going to be a classic. But it, it definitely was like a solid ending to that story. I wasn't expecting Okada to win. Same time, wasn't mad at it. He got so emotional oh, after the win. Mm-hmm. And like I said on Twitter, the word cinema gets thrown around a lot in the pro wrestling world. But watching those two wrestle, literally coming out, feels like you got done watching a movie. Yes. Yeah. As it, it should. Took me like an hour after watching the event last night to <laughs> come back down. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I wanted to actually try to keep this episode 45 minutes. Didn't do it. It's okay. It wasn't that big of a deal. Not going to go an hour, though, because i got to get back to work and preparing for Season 2 premiere. And also, the Season 1 finale. This episode is going to be fucking funny. It's probably the funniest thing I've ever put together. (laughs) So I'm excited for it. Thank you for joining me today. It was nice to have someone accompany me. Whoa, hey, everyone, calm down. It's okay. (sighs) Chill, man. Okay, I gotta talk. Okay. Sometimes if it's just Colt Banana here, or if it's Card Blade up there, it gets very quiet. They don't have as much to put in as you do. And while you didn't watch Raw and it might have gotten some dead air, it's okay because you've contributed more than Colt Banana has. Okay. Thank you for having me. i